FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. Your start of the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NobleRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, say can you say by the dawn's early light what so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the Rockets red glare and the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. No Jose does that star spangled banner yet That was Scotty McCreary with the National Anthem this morning. Uh, Morgan Wallen announced another show yesterday for Phoenix, so now he's got two shows back-to-back at Chase Field. So he added it the day before. Yes, so it would land on a hump day, Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, he could have gone Friday. But hey, at least we get a second show, so that's exciting. Exciting for who, Cheyenne? Everybody who didn't get tickets That's for the right. first show. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we've got your shout of free tickets to Morgan Wallen's One Night at a Time World Tour. Hardy, Ernest, Bailey Zimmerman, uh, all on that second show. July 19th and 20th, 2023. Your first shot of tickets. Come on up here in just minutes at 6.08. Well, let's jump into the morning riddle. It is a uh, Christmas riddle again today as Christmas is just around the corner. There you go. What can travel all around the world like Santa Claus and never leave its corner? What can travel all around the world like Santa Claus and never leave its corner? Its corner. Uh, if you know it, you can text us at 22108. Hmm. Um, travel all around the world like Santa, but never leave its corner. No initial guess no. from Cheyenne. Nope. But uh, as always, like I said, you can text us at 2218. I always like to gauge where people are at on this. Is it super easy? If everybody gets it and Cheyenne doesn't get it, there's a dunce cap and a corner waiting for her. Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> All right, we'll get you the correct answer in six minutes. Hang on. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Morgan Wallen added a second show at Chase Field for his tour, rolling on through Phoenix, July 19th and 20th now. Out there at Chase Field. You want free tickets? Text the word BOOTS, B-O-O-T-S, to 22108 right now, and you'll be in to win uh, tickets. Again, the word is BOOTS. Text it right now to 22108. The morning riddle 
All right, it is a Christmas riddle. A lot of correct guesses, Cheyenne. That's unfortunate for me. Uh, but there's also a variety of incorrect guesses. That's fortunate. <laughs> what can travel all around the world like Santa Claus and never leave its corner? Uh, Cheyenne sketched out the world I and did. Santa Claus flying around the world to try and get herself <laughs> a uh, correct guess for the riddle. Hey, I got to do whatever I can sometimes. You come up with a guess? Sure. No, I you didn't come up with a guess. Not a single guess. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Uh, incorrect guesses. Text with the 406, a globe. Text with the 602, a computer. Uh, text with the 602. Don't worry, Cheyenne. I never get them either. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I never love that. Never referring to the riddles, of course. Uh, text with the 623, a tire. No. Text with the 928, a map legend. No. A what? A map legend. Oh, okay. Like the legend. Yeah. Uh, text from the 623, uh, time. No. Um, text with the 602, the sun. Incorrect. Text with the 208, a snowflake. No. Text with the 602, elf on the shelf. No. Text with the 480, a snow globe. That is incorrect. All right, Cheyenne, what could travel all around the world like Santa Claus and never leave its corner? Honestly, I have no idea. None of those even gave me a thought. I don't know. Uh, text with the 480, the corner. Hmm. I just sent out Christmas cards. It's a stamp. That is the correct guess right there. That makes sense. We've done this one before. Just not the Christmas part yeah. of it. You just kind of had a little Christmas word in there. and it. Uh, the Christmas threw me off. Because like, I have a dad joke that is basically the same. And with I, the uh, stamp at the corner? Yes. Yeah. All right, we Didn't did even a, think about we it. We did the morning riddle every week. Good morning is six here on Camel Country. On the way next, uh, we've got a story. There's two older people in a hospital room, okay? Okay. One of them keeps doing something and now is being charged oh. in court. She's in some legal trouble, Cheyenne, because of what she kept doing in that hospital room. Okay. We'll tell you what happened coming up next here on Campbell Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, what was this gal thinking? What was 17-year-old woman. Uh, she was in a uh, hospital in Germany. How old is she? 72. 72. Hospital patient. She's in another uh, hospital room with uh, another patient uh, of similar age. Okay. Uh, well, she... I uh, was just arrested, the 72-year-old patient. She was arrested? She was arrested for unplugging her roommate's ventilator <laughs> because the sound of it was annoying her. All right? And we can't laugh. The gal survived, right? Nobody died here. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Uh, the other patient was a 79-year-old woman who needed the ventilator to breathe and, well, you know, stay alive. <laughs> uh, she did it once. The hospital staff told her, don't do it again. They made sure she understood that the ventilator was a life or death thing for the woman. Yeah. But then she did it again later that night anyway and almost killed the other woman. That's uh, not funny. Doctors had to revive the woman and luckily she made it. That's good. Said okay. Everybody uh, survived here. A uh, lady who did it was in court uh, on Wednesday last week. She's facing charges for attempted manslaughter. <gasps> Which uh, that's... I don't know. I, I don't understand why the hospital staff didn't just remove the other gal from the room. Right. You know, I mean, if that was going to happen, she already did it once. Like, I feel like the hospital set themselves up for failure at yeah, that point. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we all try and get sleep, you know, yeah. these days. And if there's a noise, you know, that's kind of annoying you, you got to try and, you know, stop it. This is well, something I could see you doing in your old age. Like, oh, if, yeah. if you were this lady and you're a hospital roommate had a ventilator and you're trying to sleep, 100% I could see you doing this. I'm already, uh, at 41, I'm already the uh, the grumpy guy. Get off my lawn! Exactly. <laughs> but, like, what's the point of charging a 72-year-old lady who's been in the hospital? Like, why not put her in, in like, 
a nursing home. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like without the option of being able to leave. Well, I don't understand why she's being charged with attempted manslaughter. I mean, yeah, I mean, she pulled the ventilator plug and stuff like that, which she probably shouldn't have done. Yeah. But I mean, I I feel like it's just something she kind of did in her sleep. Right? No, I mean, you're, you're 72 years old. You're yeah. kind of already getting up there, right? Maybe right. Uh, maybe you're you know, not fully losing it yet, you know, but, uh, you know, you kind of, you know, a little brain farts here and there, you know, and you're laying in your hospital bed and trying to get some sleep. You got the ventilator, which I, when I first read the story, I was thinking, it was like, beep, beep. That's not the ventilator. No, no, it's not. The ventilator's a little more quiet, though. <laughs> Google, I Google ventilator <laughs> yeah, sound effects. I had, I'd hear what it sounded like. But I mean, a little sound like that can yeah. be annoying when you try to get some sleep, right? It definitely can. I think the problem and what, probably why she's facing attempted manslaughter is because she was told not to do it and then she did it again. It's kind of like, they, well, it mentions she, uh, they made sure she understood that yeah. the ventilator was a life or death thing. It's kind of like when you're sitting at the exit row at the uh, on the airplane. Yes. They make you nod your head that you're going to help people get out of the airplane if the airplane has to do a water landing or or whatever. Reason. Exactly. And I think that's probably what it comes down to. Like you were told. But still, man. I mean, if, <laughs> if it's in your sleep, you're not knowing you're doing it. Are you doing it just like just half asleep? Yeah, but if she has no history of narcolepsy, then, like, there's no way that that's... Is that what it's called when you do things in your sleep? Like, sleepwalking? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, so, I don't... I just... I don't don't know. I think manslaughter is pretty aggressive, especially at 72. I mean, she's just trying to get some sleep. Come on. (laughs) She's just trying to live out her days in peace, man. (laughs) Why was she in the hospital? So what's she going to do now? Yeah. Throw to jail cell. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Hey, I appreciate you having us on this morning. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. There's a lot of text coming in on speculation as to how and why this gal in Germany, 72 years old, she was arrested for attempted manslaughter after she unplugged her hospital roommate's ventilator twice <laughs> because the sound of it annoyed her. And like I said, the speculation coming in is to, you know, why she did it. Maybe maybe it wasn't because the sound annoyed her. Maybe it's because the 79-year-old woman on the ventilator was like, blow it, blow it. <laughs> like she was doing her a favor. <laughs> yeah. That's what some of the texts are saying coming in at 22108. And I don't know. I, I, I feel like putting a 72-year-old woman... Uh, in court and then ultimately in jail for attempted manslaughter is a little extreme. Yeah. When you have these two individuals in a hospital room, she did it once and then you leave her in there to do it again. Attempted manslaughter seems kind of extreme. Yeah, shouldn't the responsibility but, almost be on the hospital at that point? Yeah, could, if you're her lawyer, if this, if you're the 72-year-old hospital patient's lawyer um, who is facing charges for attempted manslaughter, what would be your defense? Um, I would claim something around like a, the, the woman being senile for her age and then the the hospital being responsible. Like, the hospital knew that she was at risk for doing it again. And they still did not remove either patient from the room. Yeah, we don't have any uh, more details on the 79-year-old person. I mean, they're on the ventilator uh, to breathe. Yes. You know, like, is this other person, like, coherent and able to talk? Right. Because, you know? I mean, that would be, uh, I mean, it's, what's the word? Um, I don't want to sound too, like, harsh or too uh of much of a madman liar but i would say <laughs> okay i would go with some of the texts yeah you know, i'd be like no she she woke up at the night and said just i heard i swear i heard her say pull it 
Bullet. Help me. Yeah, because I mean, like, yeah. like that, that would be what I would say uh-huh. if I were the 72-year-old, especially if the other gal can't talk. But, <laughs> but yeah, she you know, can't defend herself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, who knows if the, uh, the, the 72-year-old asked for another room because I mean, the ventilator making the sound that it makes, keeping See, you up at night, point. keeping you up, you know, whenever you're trying to sleep. But then, uh, then if that is the case, the hospital should be more responsible for the fact that there was a complaint. They ignored it. She, yeah. The patient did something about it. Then they actually knew about it, and then they still left her. How often are people in shared hotel uh, hospital rooms? I think it depends on the hospital and what the capacity is, and like what, like how many people are in the hospital. Like when my daughter was going through her uh, whole cancer thing, I mean, she had her own room. I mean, we mm-hmm. were in there just her own room. I couldn't imagine having somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. Like too, you know? the hospital that Easton, my five year old, was born in, your recovery room was shared. So, like, you would go and labor in a different room, but then your recovery room was shared. And that was weird. So, all the other women in that recovery room are also... Uh, brand new moms. Brand new moms. recovering newborn together. babies. You got something in common, then. I mean, yeah, you know? but do you really want to listen to someone else's <laughs> newborn baby cry? Well, no. that's true, too. You know? <laughs> Can you unplug that? <laughs> you reach over and unplug that one? Give me a white man. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Natter day don't matter to me Cause don't nothing tastes better than free Yeah, the beer's on Fill in the blank, Cheyenne Okay The most popular fruit in Arizona is? Uh, uh, mm, mm, mangoes? It's the only fruit that came to mind, to be honest. Mangoes? <laughs> yeah. You're going to go with mangoes. I love mangoes. All the lemon trees and orange trees and everything else oh. that's around uh, the valley here. You're going to go with mango. I didn't even think of those two things. <laughs> lemon trees everywhere. <laughs> that's true. It is not the most popular fruit in Arizona. The most popular fruit in Arizona is apples. Really? I saw that and I was like, that. I don't know. That, that's- that seemed kind of odd to me, but... Yeah, it's true. I mean, you go to the uh, the produce section. Would you either grabbing bananas or apples or apples oranges? I don't remember the last time I bought oranges. Oh, really? When was the last time you bought oranges? Um, well, we bought cuties not too long ago. The <laughs> girls like uh, those for their lunch. Yeah, you know, the little uh, small little oranges. Right now, so red delicious is the actual uh, um, type of apple that is the most popular in Arizona. Uh, most uh, favorite Americans. I'm sorry, Arizona's favorite apple-related dessert. Uh, apple pie? Apple pie. Okay. Followed by apple crisp, then apple strudel. Mm, I love apple Then crisp. apple turnover. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I had those last um, two. They also asked, um, uh, uh, how many of you apples were my favorite snack when growing up? 76% said that the apples were their favorite snack. I mean, that makes sense. Apples have a crunch. They're sweet and tart at the same time. Like, that makes a lot of sense as a kid. Um, let's see. 50% say I have a fond childhood memory of picking apples. <laughs> Half the people have a fond childhood memory of picking Did you ever go pick apples? No. Yeah, me neither. Which is funny because we're both from Washington State, born and raised, and yeah. Washington is li- is the state of apples. Especially Eastern Washington. Yeah. Uh, 39% have given a teacher an apple before. No, I've never done that. That's like that. a movie thing like for the, in the movies, right? Yeah. I don't think People. I ever thought about that. Have you? No, I've never given my teacher an apple. I just think that's odd. 
I think that... When, when did that whole thing start? I know it's a thing, right? I mean, it's in movies. It feels like an older thing, like an older, which is why I figured you had done it. Oh, God, it, I'm 41. I'm yeah, not that I old. I know, but like, you grew up, like, you know, it like older than me, and I just felt like that was something you would have done. Well, let, let's say hypothetically I do bring an apple for the teacher. Is that like a weekly thing? <laughs> Is that a monthly thing? Like, when do you bring? You yeah, when do you bring an apple to the teacher? What's the point? What is like, the well, etiquette why? for teachers? And yeah, apple? and there like thirty kids in a class. Can you imagine yeah. every kid brought an apple for the teacher. Oh my goodness! I mean, hey, uh, I never. I, I, I even growing up, like thinking all the way back to you know uh, kindergarten or my earliest memories in preschool. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember people bringing apples for the teacher. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, another thing, another nostalgic thing uh, I'd asked in this Apple survey is that uh, 62% of people have bobbed for apples before. Have you bobbed for apples? I I remember like youth group um, Halloween parties, they would have the bobbing for apples. Yeah. And I remember I, I never did it. And the only reason I didn't do it is because I walk up to the barrel after some other woman uh, gal had done it. And there was just a layer of makeup on the top of the water. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> I'm like, no, ain't sticking my face in there. Which I mean, bobbing for apples used to be a thing, but I mean, when you think about it, that is the like the most like unsanitary thing you could do, right? Yeah. People in there, just, you know, just <laughs> they're slobber. saliva. Yeah, just, yeah. You ever seen a horse drink water? <laughs> you like ever seen any thing. animal drink water? <laughs> it ain't that sanitary. It is probably why it's not done much these days. Yeah, you know, I've never bobbed for apples, so it's like an oil slick of makeup on top of it. <laughs> Think about that part; it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I do love apples, though. What's your favorite kind of apple? Uh, not red delicious. Yeah, they're not; those aren't mine either. I love honey crisp apples. They're um, really good to bake with. Yeah, honey crisp is uh, is uh, on the uh, the list of popular. Granny Smith, Macintosh, mm. Gala, and uh, Fuji. Ah, oh, yummy. Yeah. They are great. Um, text the four. I know back in the day, apples were given to teachers as thank yous and only for specific things like uh, because fruit was expensive. Oh, so it was like a luxury gift to give almost. <laughs> text to the five. Over that one go. Text the six oh two. I'm fifty six. I never gave an apple to a teacher. Okay, it's just a thing for the. Mo- well, I mean, there's like somebody there saying back in the day. So I mean, it was definitely way back in the day. <laughs> Like the 20s and 30s. Now you got to worry about like tainted apples. Like what did they do to this thing? <laughs> Why are you giving me an apple? <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Morgan Wallen. He's going to be in town in July 2023. If you want to go to one of his shows. Yeah, I said shows. Plural. He announced another uh, Phoenix show yesterday. July 19th and 20th. Now, I uh, Chase Fields. So if you want to go, text the word truck. Truck. Right now to 22108, and you will be in to win. Again, the word is truck, T-R-U-C-K. Text it right now to 22108. Uh, speaking of text, text coming in on uh, this whole apple conversation. Uh, Red Delicious apples are the most popular fruit here in Arizona. Uh, 50% of people, according to um, this report, have bobbed for apples, which you think about, you know, bobbing for apples. It's a, it's a tub of water, and you throw some apples in there, and everybody in line... Sticks their face in there, rah, you know, trying to try grab an apple <laughs> yeah, yeah. with their teeth. And you think about it, it's the, like the dirtiest thing. It's like a, it's like a doorknob. You know, everybody's touching it. Yeah, you know, everybody in line's throwing their face in in this water that is probably not chlorinated. 
and probably not hot enough to kill any germs. Yeah. You know, back in the day, nobody probably even gave it a second thought. No. Nope. You know, about throwing your face. I in mean, there. I've never thought about it this deeply. So <laughs> now I'm like, oh. is it, but is it still a thing? That's a great question. Are they doing uh, bobbing for apples now at these harvest parties? I mean, I, there's no way it's gonna, it's a thing post-COVID. But I mean, even like a couple of years ago, was it a thing? I I still feel like it wouldn't. I told you like years ago. It must have been like 20 years ago. I showed up at a youth group Halloween harvest party and they had bobbing for apples. And the gal in front of me, she bobbed for her apples and it was my turn. And there was just like a oil <laughs> slick of, uh, of makeup on top of the water. So gross. So I said, no, I'm I'm not doing yeah. it, you know, because if I put my face in there, I'm going to look just like her. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to right all over Adhere my face. Adhere to your skin. Adhere to my skin and I will be wearing makeup the rest of the day. Uh, and then uh, teachers getting apples. Apparently that used to be a thing back in the day. Text of the 480. Uh, apples were used to bribe teachers back in the day. Ah, but why an apple? Um, well, I'm glad you asked that question, Cheyenne. Okay. Text of the 602. On the American frontier, families were often responsible for housing and providing for teachers if they wanted their children to attend school. Because apples were abundant, an abundant crop, students would bring teachers apples as a form of sustenance and, uh, and a token of appreciation. Oh, that is enlightening. And fruit is still a thing. Apparently, text of the 480, my students bring me bananas instead of apples because they know I like bananas better. Well, that's sweet. Maybe I would have done better in school, Cheyenne, had I brought fruit. Probably. <laughs> or maybe paid attention. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that works too. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Never say never to winning that big casino jackpot. Okay, why? As, as impossible as it seems. It's possible. This 21-year-old dude just won a uh, million dollars at Gila River Resorts Casino's Lone Butte. Oh, no pl- way! He was playing blackjack. Uh-huh. He was down to his final $15. He had $10 for his bet. He put a $5 on the progressive circle. So to, to qualify for the big, massive jackpot, you got to bet the extra money, right? That's okay. what the casino makes their money usually is on the, uh, the extra stuff. So you have your $10 bet. For the black for your for your hand, your buy-in. You put the five dollar on the extra bonus progressive circle. Okay. He got his blackjack. He hit the progressive. One million dollars at twenty-one years old. Oh my! The blackjack table down to down to his final fifteen dollars. That's amazing. I can't tell you how envious of this man I am. (laughs) I can feel it radiating. I'm out at Gila River Resorts casinos all the time. (laughs) I haven't even come close to something like that. I feel that this is something that would happen to me because I don't gamble and I hate gam like I hate gambling my money away. Yeah, you're down to your final fifteen, and I'm like, hey, this is all I got, or I, go- or I'm on like my last leg of luck, like in life, and I'm like, this is the last three dollars I have in my bank account, and I put it in a slot machine and I just hit it. That would happen to me. Well, why aren't you playing more then, Cheyenne? Because you I'm not in that would, position in You life. said that would happen to you. I'm like, what's stopping you? That's a lot of money. Because I don't want to be in that spot in life. <laughs> I'm not there. Thank well, goodness. Congratulations to that, dude. That's pretty good. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, we do it every Tuesday at about this time. It's time for Tuesday Confession. My Tuesday Confession. Just send us an anonymous text in Gunner and Cheyenne. We'll help you get it off your chest. My Tuesday Confession. Right, no names, no area codes. You can text us at 22108. Now, we do have a theme today. What did you blame on someone else? 
And now we're going to get into this, uh, and then we're going to allow this 12-year-old to introduce this theme for okay. us. Okay. All right. It's uh, not even a 12-year-old. It's a kindergartner. Oh. Uh, she blamed somebody else for her fart in class. <laughs> All right. Here's her mom talking about it when okay. the video was posted to social media. Here we What'd go. What'd you just tell me? Okay. So today, I was at school. All the time, I do tiny farts. That's quiet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And and today I did a big fart that was no one. And I was and he said, Audrey, it was that you? And I'm like, no, it's someone else. <laughs> <laughs> and it was you? Yeah. Koshki! You blamed it on somebody else? Yeah. Yeah, the look on the little girl's yeah. face. You're so proud of it too. So funny. Alright, so what did you blame on somebody else? Was it a fart? Maybe you broke something as a kid that you blamed on your sibling. Maybe it was something much more dramatic and drastic than all of that. It is Tuesday Confessions. Again, anonymously, you can text us at 22108. No names, no area codes. What did you blame on someone else? Could have been yesterday. Could have been years ago. We'd love to hear your confession. These confessions are coming up next. Here on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, appreciate you having us on this morning. Tuesday Confessions. We have a theme today. What did you blame on someone else? We played some audio from a kindergartner uh, who blamed her fart at school on a classmate. <laughs> so that's how we kind of landed on this theme. So like growing up years ago, maybe it was last week, maybe it was this morning. What did you blame on someone else? You know, with Tuesday Confessions, every week it is completely anonymous. No names, no area codes. Here we go. Uh, text, confession. I once got really drunk and peed on the floor in the basement of my house. Did they blame it on the dog? The next day, my in-laws thought it was their dog, who was old, <laughs> and they ended up putting it to sleep. Oh! Yeah. I mean, the dog was old, but I mean, that's... Still... That's something you gotta confess up to, man. You gotta live with that dog one. dog probably had a few more weeks left. Wow. That was <laughs> yeah, funny I, until that part. I know. You, that was like, I've never heard you instantly stop and laugh so fast in my life. Like, you could have left that part out, man. <laughs> Well, it's a confession, Cheyenne. Yeah, that's true. It's a confession. <laughs> We're not judging. Uh, what did you blame on someone else? Text, my wife found naughty stuff on the computer. <laughs> it was definitely mine, but I blamed it on my teenage son. He was grounded for a month. <laughs> yeah, you got to blame it on someone else in your case. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> uh, text, when I was in the first grade, I hit a kid in the head with a metal lunchbox and <gasps> gave him 12 stitches. <gasps> I said it was hot and was just fanning myself, and he got in the way. <laughs> he, was a, he was a bully, so don't feel bad. Okay, I don't feel bad. <laughs> I was violently fanning myself. <laughs> uh, Tuesday Confessions. What, do you, what did you blame on someone else? Uh, text. When I was a kid, I got curious about what was inside of cigarettes and my mom was a smoker I decided to go into my mom's pack of cigarettes grab a couple of them and break them up into little pieces just to see what was inside of them when we were asked about it and what had happened to a couple of her cigarettes I blamed it on my sister and my sister decided to go along with it and ended up getting punished instead of me (laughs) well that's your sister's issue sounds like your sister's problem to me yeah I feel like you got the long end of the stick on this one. Well, what sibling like <laughs> claims responsibility? I don't know. That's crazy. Like, yeah, that was me for sure. <laughs> and then you get punished. That sounds terrible.
As a sibling myself, I would never yeah, do that. Why? Why no. are you taking the punishment for your uh, for your sibling? <laughs> Sounds awful. Uh, text. I used to bite myself so hard I would cry. Then I would run and tell my parents my sister did it. Of course they believe me. So my sister just gets grounded like every day. I'm convinced she thought I was Satan. You ever do that growing up? No. Try and cause yourself personal harm and blame it on your sibling? I, I don't have any specific <laughs> examples, but I'm pretty sure that I did it. Oh, I could see that <laughs> without a doubt. Like Jim Carrey, liar, liar situation. Yes. Punching himself in the face. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand.